Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Excuse me. Taxi. Come on, what are you doing? This is the 77 WABC minicast. Let me tell you a story. It is a story of a real-life SMS text message that I just received from a listener. And you can always send me an SMS text message as well at 8168-MORANO. That's 8168-M-O-R-A-N-O. This person wrote me, Gutfeld, that's a a show on uh, the Fox News Channel, Gutfeld has now been preempted several times in the last few weeks for the Hamas attacks on Israel and for the mass killings in Maine and today for U.S. shooting at Syria. Is that a mistake? And he adds, I think people need a break from continuous upsetting news. I'm not saying Gutfeld is the best thing at 10 p.m., but it's a break. Let me tell you something. I could not agree more. And one of the things that we've uh, tried to do on this program is cover a lot of the big issues, but cover them in a way that maybe other shows aren't covering them. Uh, Bring up uh, different kinds of people than what you hear on a lot of the other shows. Uh, Bring up different points than what you hear on a lot of the other shows. Uh, If we've been successful at that, I have no idea. But I think if you're going to hear four hours of... um, Terrorism, war, mass shootings, crime. I mean, that's not the kind of show that I would want to listen to. So we try to at least allow for, especially on Fridays, on the weekend, for a bit of levity. And that is where my in-studio guest has delivered in spades. Elliot Gordon is back by popular demand. He has led and leads a just fascinating life. He's an entrepreneur, a former aide to Mayor Rudy Giuliani, a producer and a talent agent. Elliot, it's great to see you again. Frank, it is great to be here. I just love being here because I love your audience. We're on the same page concerning entertainment. And whenever I do your show, I'm constantly getting people. We heard you on Frank. We heard you on Frank. I never knew these people stayed up that late, but they stay up late with you. Well, that's uh, that's very nice to hear. And I love your energy, and I find your energy inspiring. And uh, the fact that you actually have some substance to you, that doesn't hurt either. A um, couple of things I want to ask you about in entertainment of today and yesteryear and how those how those areas are intersecting. But first... I know uh, our mutual friend, Curtis Lewa, told me he saw you recently at the Support Israel Day Parade. When I go onto your Facebook page, I don't even see a face. I see a giant Israeli flag. Uh, I don't think it's a stretch to imagine you're a pretty big uh, supporter of the state of Israel, right? Oh, without a doubt. I've been there several times. I've loved being out there. i got friends who live out there. And uh, uh, 100%. In fact, when I was uh, working with uh, Mayor Giuliani, we had tried to make Jerusalem a sister city. We were working on it. For some reason, it never came about. But uh, absolutely 100% supportive for the state of Israel. Now, um, for starters, one, what is with that flag? Why did they steal the colors of the Greek flag? The Greek flag's been around since 1822. Couldn't they pick their own color scheme? 
Good point. I never thought of it. I just happen to love the combination. I know my mother loved the colors blue and white. I have no idea how they got it, but it looks great. Uh, it certainly does. So uh, give me your thoughts on um, a quick, quick take on what's happening in the world right now with respect to the Middle East. Well, very concerned. I mean, uh, gee, they're in an awful situation out there. And as far as I'm concerned, you got some guys that are pretty bright, pretty sharp, and let's just uh, let them lead the way. They know what they're doing. They've lived through this for 75 years, and let's, uh, let's take our lead from them. Whenever they decide the invasion is right, they'll do it their way. A couple of weeks ago, I had uh, Jeffrey Gurian on the program. Do you, remember, you know sure. Jeffrey? Absolutely. And, sure. and so I, I find Jeffrey very entertaining and a lot of fun. And uh, Jeffrey, when he came on right in the midst of all this craziness, it reminded me of what Mayor Giuliani said on Saturday Night Live right after September 11th, which is basically he he gave everybody permission to laugh again. Right. How do you, in doing what you do, not just with me, but in the, the other shows and whatever, wherever else you're speaking or performing, how do you balance that? How do you... Um, balance the desire for people not to wallow in despair and depression with the desire to be respectful to what people are going through, being upset about some very serious things, including what I just mentioned. Sure, Frank. I'm working all the time and I'm finding what I was uh, I was concerned about. Gee, is that going to be the situation? Do I got to tone it down because I'm bringing in comedians and singers and dancers, at least on video? And uh, I found it to be the opposite. I walk in and I tell the folks, hey, uh, tough times out there. We need a break. We need 60 minutes off and let's get back to our lives the best way we can. And I get applause and saying, hey, we want you here. I just got a call this morning. There's a, a beautiful place. Uh, it's called uh, Encore Luxury Living in Jericho. And they've got a theater there. Say, Ellie, you available November 16th. We want you to come into our theater. History of the Catskills, uh, 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 history of the uh, comedians of the Catskills. And I say, I'm available. I'll be down there and we'll do the thing with the comedians. Uh, I'm running into this all the time that they say we need a break. Thank God for guys like Buddy Hackett and Jackie Mason and Pat Cooper and Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis. We need him for 60 minutes. Well, that's uh, that well said, and uh, I'm glad to hear that. And uh, by the way, I want to amend the uh, something from the last hour. If people were listening in the last hour, and uh, having Elliot in studio has kind of reminded me. The, the, the uh, question that I got about, it, about if I could only keep one flag, uh, only one lapel pin, I had wanted to be in the Friars Club for so long, and I really, even once I was in the Friars Club, it took me a while to get one of those lapel pins. So even though the Friars is kind of having a tough time right now, maybe even especially because it's having a tough time right now, I would uh, prize that Friars Club lapel pin as a bit of nostalgia, a bit of history, and something that I had strived for for a while. So I'm uh, amending my answer in the previous hour to the Friars Club lapel pin. You still have your Friars lapel pin? No, I never got you one. You never got I one. Don't, I don't know why, but Make I never got one. one. <laughs> we'll, we'll All right. Um, one of the more memorable stories I've heard you tell ever and on this show, and I got just incredible feedback from folks when you told it, was when you told the story of uh, Sid Bernstein bringing the Beatles to America. It's fortuitous that you're in studio today because just yesterday... It was announced that a new Beatles song is being released next week, uh, featuring the voice of the, the late John Lennon, and it's been developed using artificial intelligence. 
And it's called Now and Then, and it's being billed as the last Beatles song. It features parts recorded by um, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, as well as the late George Harrison. According to Paul McCartney, he said, there it was, John's voice, crystal clear, it's quite emotional, and we all play on it. It's a genuine Beatles recording. And um, I'm curious... How you feel about that, about using artificial intelligence to, in some cases, bring back artists from the dead. I mean, we're talking about a lot of great artists. Maybe we'll play some clips in just a little while. Wouldn't it be great to see a new stand-up routine by Jackie Mason or Pat Cooper or Buddy Hackett? And have them created doing new material if they were commenting on what was happening today. This is obviously a little different because some of it was actually recorded by John Lennon, but it was aided by AI. How do you feel about AI bringing people back to life? Uh, Frank, I'm not a fan of it. As far as I'm concerned, Pat Cooper used to have a, uh, a term called oil paintings. You know, those things are masterpieces. You never fool around with that. And uh, I'm not a fan of that. I'm very, very organic. I just want what Jackie Mason did to be what Jackie Mason did, what Sinatra did, etc. As far as the Beatles, well, you know, you still got two Beatles here, and I guess that they feel that this is something appropriate. Uh, Not my cup of tea. Got it. All right. Well, speaking of the Beatles, speaking of Sid Bernstein, you told the story of the uh, concert at Chase Stadium. You told the story of how Sid Bernstein um, really kind of miraculously brought the Beatles to America. Mm-hmm. What was your understanding of why the Beatles actually broke up? Well, as far as why they broke up, uh, I don't know about that. But as far as getting them back together, that was a thing that Sid really wanted to do. And um, I I always felt a few years ago when they had that Let It Be movie come out Mm -hmm. and then they finished with a concert on the roof. And uh, I always felt that Sid thought that that was the uh, great missed opportunity. And if their manager, who he was uh, had a strong relationship with Brian Epstein, who passed away in 1967, he always said, well, if Brian was there, that is not the way it would have finished. And I said, well, Sid, I, I said, but, but you were still around. What were your pitches to them? And he said, well, in 1976, six years after they broke up, 